Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey, will teach you everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Now, here's your host, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. Listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96 AM 1170. The answer. Lance is in Alaska, like he can't get chilly enough in San Diego. Gun uh, Gun Range San Diego is the sponsor of this segment. These guys are absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Hannah just got her. She's going to pick her Glock up tomorrow. She's going to take a run over to Gun Range San Diego, and they're going to teach her everything there is to know about shooting her brand new gun that she won at gun prom that you people should have attended 7853 balboa avenue in san diego they're open 10 to 10 seven days a week i call it the nordstrom's of gun ranges just not the price go to thegunrangesandiego.com thegunrangesandiego.com all right well we just have uh michael schwartz and joe germisi in the house how are you guys doing i'm doing great today great to be here so Fantastic. Since you're the producer, yeah, I'm the I'm the uh, Cecil B, the uh, producer this week. Yeah, and we have a very special guest. We got we have a guy who's running for the assembly in the 76th. 76th district is kind of North County Coastal, um, and the gentleman who's running his name's Michael Murray. Michael, are you there? I am here. How are you guys? Good, man. How are you? I'm better than I deserve every day. <laughs> Good. Now I know you through uh, uh, through Chris, who's on the Oceanside City Council. That's right. And I think you you were at Gun Prom too, weren't you? I was, and I'm absolutely jealous of anybody who won a gun that day, considering <laughs> I had so many raffle tickets and tried so hard. <laughs> uh, my prayers were not answered that night, but but good for the well, young lady who won that Glock. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Well, there's always next year. You can win next year. Now, full disclosure. Um, usually, when I when I have folks on, we've we've sat on and talked and everything, and, and you and I uh, contacted each other uh, via text, and uh, we don't know each other all that well. So I thought, heck, let's just let's just uh, let's let's, let's have just a put him on, right air. on air. Yeah, let's see what happens. So so what yeah. is, what, what's inspiring you to run for uh, the assembly? Well, um, you know, I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York, and uh, the only reason why I'm in California is because of my time in the Marine Corps. Thank you for your service. Um, and my pleasure. And I've always had a heart to serve. And, you know, being a Marine, I never questioned why I was doing what I was doing. Um, since I've been out of the Marine Corps, I've been uh, involved in various different types of business, from banking to sales. And the monotonous work and, and not really um, not feeling like my work mattered uh, has always been an issue for me. And so mm-hmm. um, our mutual friend, Chris Rodriguez, he invited me to come on to his campaign uh, a year and a half ago when he was running for city council and uh, my eyes were opened. I saw a new way that uh, I could serve. And I know that there's a lot of uh, really smart people who have a lot of opinions, but don't take that extra step to actually take fate into their own hands and actually do something about the problems that they see. And so uh, this is kind of a natural progression. I, I still have a heart to serve, and this is a great way to do it without having to carry a gun in 130-degree heat in Iraq, you know? <laughs> now, let's, uh, where, now, where do you stand on the Second Amendment? You're from New York, so naturally you're probably very pro-gun. 
Uh, yeah, and, and being from Paris Island, I'm very pro gun as well. <laughs> there you go. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So tell us, uh, did you grow up around firearms, or what? What, uh, what, what formed your uh, your opinion on firearms in the Second Amendment? Uh, well, most of my uh, mature opinions about it happened as an adult. But when I was a kid, um, I did by accident bump into my mom's hidden gun once or twice. Um, and was reprimanded for doing so. But uh, no, my my opinions about the Second Amendment all pretty much uh, were formed during my time in the Marine Corps and, and afterwards. Everybody should have a right to protect themselves um, in the, the ways that they feel necessary. And we have more than enough laws surrounding weapons. I don't think we need a, a single solitary more law uh, created around guns because the only people who follow them are the ones uh, who are being victimized by the people who don't care about those laws. So growing up, your mom did own firearms. Yes. Yeah. I remember uh, pretty vividly. She had a uh, a nine millimeter Beretta, the, the M9 that we have in the, uh, the military. It was a pretty simple, good starter gun. I, I don't think I've ever seen her actually shoot it, but uh, she was never very good at hiding it from me. I was a pretty curious kid myself. <laughs> so, did, I mean, did she have it for protection then or was or what, what was her purpose for owning a firearm? It was a protection thing. I mean, uh, like I said, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, and if anybody knows statistics, uh, yeah. New York in the 80s and 90s was no joke. So, wow. uh, yeah, it was just a matter of protection, and um, I don't remember her ever going to a pistol range or um, probably not even really being that aware of what the Second Amendment was back then, uh, but it was definitely a means of protection, and, and I never felt afraid of my own home. That's the key right there. That's the key. I mean, I grew up the same way, Joe. I'm sure you grew up, you grew up with guns, right? Yeah, we did. It was a little more rural. I mean, even even from New Jersey, the south end south end of New Jersey where I was from was, yeah. was mostly orchards and farms and things. So yeah. we all grew up hunting and around guns. Yeah, that's what's. I think that's missing today. You know, teaching kids about you know how to fire, even if it's just a BB gun. It doesn't have to be you know anything big, but they they need to know how to handle themselves. Yeah, absolutely. I have two daughters, a four and a six year old, oh. and um, I, I teach them uh, what I learned in the Marine Corps as far as uh, SEER training, uh, you know, uh, how to evacuate the right way and uh, how to seek out safety. But um, when they get to eight years old, I feel like that's an appropriate age to start learning how to operate and, you know, learn the reasons to respect a firearm. I was uh, just talking to a, a friend today about that. And um, obviously, we all have different opinions on when it's appropriate, but the kids are going to learn it from the video games anyway. I don't know if you've ever uh, played, you know, the, the the Call of Duty games or anything like that, but it's not like the old days when you had to reload and the gun would just disappear and then reappear on the screen full of bullets. Like now you can choose what capacity magazines you have. You can choose the bolt system that you have for your weapon. And so the kids are going to learn it. One, way. Yeah, one way. They might as well learn it the right way because those games. Learn it from your parents. Yeah. Because the games don't teach you the right way. They just teach you how to shoot. Exactly. And they also teach you how to blow people up thinking that there's a reset button. And yeah. in the real world, once people are gone, they're gone. Yeah. So I think any any child who has a law enforcement slash veteran parent who understands and respects weapons, uh, they should absolutely be teaching their kids directly and, um, you know, have those kids grow up with that education. So, so Michael, let's say your your uh, campaign's successful. You get a bunch of people to help you. We get you elected. Uh, you know, you're serving in Sacramento. Uh, there's a lot of issues on your plate up in Sacramento: taxes and all kinds of stuff. Um, oh yeah. What do you What do you think you can do for for gun owners? I mean, we're we're behind enemy lines. We're severely outnumbered, especially in Sacramento. 
So what are some things Absolutely. that you think you can actually do or how can you help or, you know, what, how are gun owners going to be better off with you in office in Sacramento? Well, um, uh, one of the wildest expressions I've ever heard is perception is reality. And uh, with this being a, a partisan race, I am a center-right Republican, and there are not a lot of Republicans that look like me. And so um, being able to be seen um, with my daughters, being a successful person, and also being a gun owner, I think I can just add to the perception of what it means to be a gun owner. Also, uh, being that I'll be in legislature, um, I, like I said, I want to prohibit any unnecessary laws uh, behind gun ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I hear very commonly is, you know, background checks should be more stringent and it should be harder. But I challenge anybody to go out there and just get a gun. Yeah, It's not easy. Right. Uh, it, it does take a long time and it is a stringent process. And so, like I said, I'm tired of um, having the law abiding citizens have their hands tied behind their backs by more and more laws. When the people who don't care about the law, those laws get stronger and stronger. Well, Michael, I got one. I, this is a question I ask all the time to the point where these guys are tired of hearing me say it. But we, I want somebody like you to go to Sacramento, and I don't care if you're talking to uh, Governor Newsom, and just say, look, here's the plan. I've been talking to quite a few of my constituents. They say they'll give you their guns as long as you show them a six-month comprehensive plan to take guns away from the criminals. <laughs> and you know what, but that's, it's a rhetorical action. I know. <laughs> I know. Can't make that happen. Uh, it's statistically, if you look at the states that are more open and friendly to carrying weapons, those states have the lowest amount of murders and mass shootings. Exactly. And, you know, hello, Texas. I'm not from Texas, but I'm a big Texas fan when it comes to Anybody who wants to commit a crime, understanding that if they walk into that building, they are probably going to get shot. First. That's that's exactly so right. We don't do it. Uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a rhetorical action. I don't. I, if the governor is listening to this, he already knows uh, that I, I won't ask that question because it's rhetorical. I'll right. just make sure that if I see something that doesn't align with my values, which is people having a right to bear arms, that's right. The way the Constitution expresses. Uh, then I will be speaking against it. All right, Michael, how do people uh, get a hold of you, stay in touch, donate some money? What's the best way? Um, You can always call my phone uh, if you want to talk to me directly, 760-607-2119. Also uh, on Facebook, um, Murray for State Assembly 2020. Wow, right. Well, hey, it's been great uh, having you call. You're more than welcome to call in. I don't know how if you know this, but we're the only gun show in California. Oh, I'm a fan. I listen to you guys, actually. Yeah. We're just bobbing and weaving yeah. here, just trying to stay out of the way of the of the enemy. But, you know, we'll keep <laughs> – we're going to – hey, like I tell people all the time when they tell me they're leaving California, I say, come on, stay and fight. Don't run. Stay and fight. <laughs> all right, Michael. You, know, you guys are awesome. I, I love what you guys are doing for the cause and keep fighting a good fight. Thank you very much, and we'll support you all the way. All right, buddy, we're going gonna to have to take a quick break. Folks, you're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Folks, welcome back, Gun Sports Radio. 
Japan here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. We are the answer. Hey, have you guys heard us tell you how easy it is to install a Cali key? Well, guess what? It is. And how it can make your AR California legal in recognition of the recent gun law changes. Those law changes could put that unknowingly owner of an AR or an AR-10, a 15 or a 10, on the wrong side of the jail door. If you want your AR to keep its pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine, check it out. Cali Key. Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant and future-proof your AR from all those terrible California laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact. CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. I installed mine over the weekend. Only what? Took an hour? Yeah, well, it didn't take, it took me no time. It took uh, my gunsmith, it took him about five minutes. <laughs> to fix it correctly. You're right. Yeah. Do it correct. But yeah. I have a telescoping, telescoping stock and a pistol grip now. Now you're happy. Yeah. All right. Hey, also, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapon for personal protection? Well, do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, what are you going to do if you get pulled over and the police officer decides you need to go to jail? Who's going to take care of the lawyer fees? Who's going to bail you out? Who in the world is going to help you? Well, Firearms Legal Protection. What an amazing company. For less than $10 a month, you'll have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com. Firearmslegal.com. All right. Well, normally John Dillon would be calling in, but I see the phone is blank. Uh Uh-oh, where'd that guy go? Well, you know, he's just, he's, you know, probably changing diapers. So I have a question uh, that I get asked almost daily now, and and Joe gets is here asked, to cover. Well, he gets asked uh, daily as well, and the question is, how come when I call down to get my my appointment for my CCW that the appointment is a year out? Oh, Every day I'm getting this question. Really? Yeah. So we we put it in the email on Friday. We answer the question, and for everybody out there listening. Anyone that calls in now will get a date that is like a year out, like uh, February. Seriously, a year out? Yeah, yeah, almost a year out. Why? Well, so there's a couple things going on. One is we've been so successful with the seminars, uh, you know, teaching people how to apply for their CCW, that they're now inundated. So they have a backlog of like 1,400, 1,500 people, which they're working really hard to get through. That's number one. Number two is they are, uh, uh, it's, it's acting as a placeholder well, they will get to you. So if you call and they give you a date of, you know, next March, right? you're going to get a phone call in two or three months and they're going to work you in and they're going to get you taken care of much quicker. Three, four months, let's say. You know, and I did, I got that exact question yesterday at the range. And yeah. as I was explaining that exact answer, the guy sitting next to the person that asked me the question said, yeah, he had an appointment for March of next year. And last week he got a phone call pulling it into August of this year. Yeah. So, oh. so there's there's real numbers right there. Last January, it took us about a year to get the get everything ironed out, you know, as far as the process and some of the problems and everything uh, goes. Uh, the sheriff's department has been wonderful to work with, truly wonderful. They've so it's been, just your backlog. Their backlog. So in January, I said, hey, everything's great, but, you know, it's taken seven, eight, nine, ten months to uh, get an appointment. And so they implemented a bunch of things. They're, they're working on implementing some software that should be implemented by the end of the year. Uh, that'll help run the whole thing mm-hmm. overtime. New employees, they reorganized the process. 
Uh, some people are doing their first phone call via phone or their first uh, inter- uh, interview via phone. So they are working through. So let everybody know out there, please, if you call and get a date that's a year out, you, you're you not going to have to wait that long. Well, that's excellent news. And wow. we are um, getting the word out, too, because Michael was mentioning the uh, the CCW workshops we're doing. Pretty much one every week somewhere around the county. Yeah. Wow. And, um, you know, and they're they're pretty well attended. I think the last one I did last week had like 25, 30 people, something like that. Wow. And uh, you did yeah, just getting the word week, out. Right? You did two, didn't you? I did, actually. You're right. The second one is what I was thinking of. But, yeah, I did them Monday and Tuesday last Old week. Old age is terrible. <laughs> it's getting worse, It's too. getting worse. There are, uh, there are a number of shops. Discount Gun Mart, uh, Defensive Tactic, Tactics and Firearms up in Fallbrook. Uh, North County Shooting Center in, in San Marcos, Poway Weapons and Gear, Glock Store. There are a number of you shops. Gun Range San Diego? They, they do some too, but I think we should do a lot more there. Um, we should do uh, more CCW seminars. We're actually doing a nice uh, CCW seminar specific for uh, Guns and Moses, which is a Jewish shooting group. Coming mm-hmm. up. But there are a number of shops and ranges that do, on like once a month, they just do a CCW seminar. And all it does is walk you through the process it's curriculum, you know, it's a presentation we came up with and we'll work with any shop, any group, any range. It doesn't even have to be gun related. If you're if your church or synagogue or anybody wants to know, hey, you know, we have four, five, six, 20, 30 people, whatever, whatever size group you have, we'll come in and we'll teach you how to get a CCW. What, what is it? What would that what would that cost? It's free. It's totally free. Really? We do that seminar for free. Who's your marketing guy? <laughs> we got to have a chat. What, Hannah? So we hear jumping. Well, hello. Does she, Hannah want a CCW? Well, she. You got to get your gun first. She's getting it tomorrow. <laughs> and then you got to gain some weight so you can carry it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Twiggy. But uh, you yeah. talk, you're talking to me, Dave? Yeah, I'm talking I gotta to you. I got to gain some weight before you. No, you're doing fine. <laughs> so, so, but Joe uh, Joe and I and a bunch of other volunteers, we, we, we do it. We go down and do the seminar. It's about an hour, hour and a half. I, I, how did how did it go, Joe? What, they how, were great. Both of them were great. And, uh, you know, the Glock store is one of the places we do it. Very supportive there. Um, mm-hmm. Bill DC and uh, Matt, the staff there, are very supportive. Uh, they talk about the actual um, the class that the sheriff requires people to go through for the CCW, what it involves, what mm-hmm. the qualification involves. And like Michael was saying, they're all free. And uh, where can people find out about these yeah, uh, that's scheduled great things? <laughs> well, we're working on putting together a schedule. We have up on our calendar uh, a number of these. So if you go to San Diego County Gun and then click on our calendar, we have uh, uh, most of the dates up on the calendar. We try to keep on top of it. But, man, there's so many things going on. Sometimes we, we miss one or two, but we have a number of them. But call your gun shop. Call your favorite gun shop and say, hey, when are you guys having it? Mm-hmm. You know, When are you guys doing it? And if they're not, say who, who's doing it that you would recommend, or or tell them, well, gee, call San Diego County Gun. They'll come out because yeah, we like uh, we've done one. And just I don't know, just about every. Well, you know what we should do to help you out? Why don't we put a calendar in the show someplace and say, by the way, folks, if you're interested, next week. Monday we're here, Tuesday we're here, Wednesday we're here, Thursday. You know, I don't have a problem. I should probably. We should, you know what? We should probably spin off a separate calendar, huh? We should have just. I a think CCW, a CCW calendar. calendar. Yeah, because your other calendar is jam packed as it is. It is jam packed. But if you just had a CCW calendar, I think it would make you have a button up in the someplace where you. Uh, by the way, I love your website. Whoever does it's doing a nice job. Yeah, it's uh, that's Jamie. Jamie's yeah. does that. Yeah. She's uh, she's wonderful. She does a yeah. good job. Really does a good job. But I'm just saying, I think if you kept that as a separate, 
you know, I think then uh, now is there a limit to how many are coming that you'll let come to the class, or do you ha- do you care? No, I think it probably depends on the venue there, but like at the Glock store, there's plenty of room. I, I know I've had. Do they have to call and 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 and, and, and register? No, they just sign in. Just uh, show up when they come in. I believe oh, um, it's not big enough. Some yet. of the other places are smaller, but it's uh, not big enough yet. I when say, it gets really big, you'll be making appointments. I got to say, I had, uh, I've had, I've talked seminars for as few as three people and as many as fifty. Right. Um, so whatever it's whatever the venue can. Well, you're like me. I don't. Ca- I don't care what the audience is. And the, the gun range, San Diego. We did some uh, a little, a little, just a little while back. And we did uh, one night. We had back to back. There was like a six o'clock, and then like a seven thirty, back to back. And they were they were pretty full. So wow. uh, there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of interest. Well, yeah, because this is this is a topic that was taboo for how many years in California? Decades. Yeah. That nobody, I mean, every, and then what did you tell me when I first met you that, oh yeah, if you call to get a CCW, they just tell you don't bother? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, just, just don't waste your time. Don't waste my time. Yeah. Just, but, that still blows me away. But licensing and the sheriff's department, they're doing a great job now. And credit where credit's due, it's its its a 180. Everybody down there has done a great job. And Now, why do you suppose that is? Be, well, because I think that uh, they're, t- you know, I we, we put a lot of pressure on the sheriff's department to change. And once they changed, uh, there are a lot of really great people who embraced it and now take take pride. And now the sheriff is looking at it like, hey, wait, these are pretty nice people. I believe so. I haven't, I haven't talked to them specifically about that, but I know that their staff, the licensing department, the clerks are all wonderful. Um, they're nothing but positive feedback. Um, they got the training and the information they needed to be successful. And I think there's a lot of really good people that take pride in their work down there, which is really great. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think there's a lot of, I think that a lot of the, you know, sworn officers uh, already wanted this to happen. So once it happened, they're supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, in, it's my experience that in general, law enforcement, especially the, the uh, front lines are uh, pro second amendment. They understand that, Hey, we can't be every place all the time. So people need to be able to defend themselves. Well, without a shadow of a doubt. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I think Casey's on the line from guns, Sports or Gun Range San Diego. <laughs> Two names are too close. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, folks, have you heard us tell you all about installing a Cali key? Well, guess what? Michael did it and it worked out just fine. It now his AR is so happy. He's got a telescoping stock, he's got a pistol grip, and he is totally legal. And he still has a detachable magazine, all because of Cali key. Very inexpensive, easy to install. You can future-proof all your ARs from those horrible California gun laws. Go to CaliKey.com. That's K-A-L-I-K-E-Y, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right, folks. Hey, this segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego, 10 to 10, seven days a week. Go to the Gun Range san diego and by the way even though he didn't call in i guess i should mention john dillon normally calls in from gatsky dillon and balance llp they are a phenomenal 
uh, law firm that handles uh, gun issues. And if you need any help at all, just go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com, and, uh, or talk to John at 760-431-9501. He's a great lawyer, and he'll be more than happy to help you out, and he is an enthusiast. All right, right now we got Casey on the line. Hey, Casey, how's it going? How you guys doing? Living the dream. How about you? Surviving the best we can. No. Rainy day, it brought in all the people, and now it's sunny, and we're still keeping everybody in here, so it's keeping pretty busy here. <laughs> so what's your topic today? Well, I'm going to talk about our Memorial Day sale we got coming up. So 20, uh, was it 25th or 22nd? It'll be Saturday, Sunday, and I believe it was Monday on there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be doing another ammo blowout. Big ammo blowout. Another 1,000 rounds for 174 of 9 mil. Oh. That's going to be our big one. 174? Mm-hmm. Oh. For 1,000 rounds of factory 9 mil. We got Fioki. We got PPU. Jeez. We got Winchester. We got Sear and Bellet. We got a bunch of different brands. So All right. What about going now, for until, now, do you sell 22 ammo? Because I need some 22 oh, ammo. God, yeah. Okay, I just we got tons of that. I just check it. So the the, the case of nine millimeter, it's the case of nine millimeter. It's all the all all different brands for the same price. Yep, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Yep. Keeps it nice and simple. I mean, we got a bunch of we got a bunch of stock in a multiple ones, so it's pretty much we're just going to cycle through one brand first, the next brand first. So we got I think we got stocked up around one hundred ten thousand rounds right now. So we're ready. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right. So yeah, what else you got on sale? Keep these sales going. Uh, so we got a couple. Uh, we got some Keltec SU16s. We're doing a blowout on those. Those are going to be two ninety nine. I got a variety of some Benelli pump actions that I'm just going to say are going to be you know a couple hundred bucks. You know anywhere from three to five hundred bucks for a Benelli shotgun. So we got a bunch of those coming on there. Mm-hmm. We're doing a blowout on all of our holsters. All of our holsters are going to be fifty percent off. All of our cleaning gear is going to be ten percent off. Majority of our safes that we have, like the uh, the safes are basically uh, AR safes, pistol safe, shotgun safes. We're doing those fifty percent off because we just have a bunch, and you know, time to give back to the people. So, mm-hmm. if you're looking for a safe or a good old wall locker type style for your ARs and whatnot, come get them. We got them. Wow, that's awesome. Did you say <laughs> it's going to be a busy, busy week? A wall locker is that what you said? So it's a wall safe. But yeah, uh, there's a safe light one. So it's basically, I don't know, about a foot in diameter. And it's an open safe, but you lock your rifle into it, and it's a passcode. So the instant it opens up, you got your rifle, you got your shotgun, you got your pistol right there. It's not opening up a full-on door. It's just a quick, ready-to-go rack for you. Oh, wow. So they're pretty cool. We got them to come check them out. If you're looking for something to wrap it to get your gun uh, get your gun available for home defense, anything you need, we got them. Nice. Very cool. Mm. All right. Keeping us busy. Uh, and then the big one, one of the bigger ones we got is we got our G36 on the range. People don't know what G36 is. Look it up. I guarantee we're the only range in California that has a G36. I think that's a that's a Lexus, right? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this one, G36. Try to be the car guy. Okay. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the G36 is honestly my favorite firearm. I've always, I've always, it's always been my bread and butter for me. So we finally got one in here, and the first time I shot it, I was. I almost cried a little bit. It was a uh, it was a very beautiful rifle. But yeah, we got them here, and as I said, I guarantee we're the only range in California that has one free to shoot. And what so what, in, what model out. is it? G thirty six. Yeah, but who's the maker? Because I noticed here on the HK. Oh, so H and K. Uh, it's base, it's an HK receiver off of SL eight. 
And then Tommy Bill is a guy out in Florida that does all these custom builds, and he has the blessing from HK themselves to build these rifles. And let me tell you, they are some quality firearms. So he's just he just did a run on some California-compliant G36s because before you couldn't get them out here. Nobody wanted to send to California. Well, in the good graces that Tommy did, we got them now. So wow. word on the street, there's a couple stores around that? here that are going to start having them. Mm-hmm. That thing's pretty bad to the bone. Do they take AR Mags oh, or do they have yeah. their own specific Mag? These have a these have a proprietary G36 on this model. The new actual G36s, like uh, non-California ones, they take P Mags. Let me take P Just P Mags or any any AR? Any any AR Stanag Mags, all okay. of them. So they changed up the receiver because the original G36 was based in Germany, and they like having their own you know proprietary mags on them because the original G36 mags were like that translucent kind of color, so you can see a round count on it, and it actually had built-in mag couplers, so you could put two or three mags together in your rifle. And then once we started wanting them, they changed them up since we had so many Stanag mags and normal P mags and all that good stuff. So there's a variety to them. They also make UMPs. They make uh, MP5 clones. They do a bunch of amazing stuff. But you can get them. It's just a little hard out here because California loves us so much. It's amazing how popular oh, so there's there's so many uh, so many rifles that are starting to uh, you know mm-hmm. like, uh, like the Tavor and a couple other yep. rifles where you have they take AR Max like it's 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 starting to kind of be a requirement you know for new for new yeah, rifles. Yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty much a standard set. If any rifle is five five six, it's most likely going to take your normal Stanag Max. You know, the NATO the NATO round most of the time. Pretty much, P Mag has a, a you know a dominating factor in it, but a lot of people run metal mags too. I still run my metal mags that I love. I mean, those ones we picked up during Freedom Week. It's just a little I don't know. I prefer them sometimes, but everybody loves their good old P Mags. You got to wonder. Yeah, if you, those ones use it. If you go back to whenever it was late fifties when they were designing uh, the AR, you got to wonder if they if they had any any thought that their that that magazine design. Would, would become so standard. I, from what I understand, it, it was originally intended to be disposable. They weren't even supposed to be reusable, and now they're kind of becoming right. industry standard. Yeah, a lot of them would come in their bandoliers, kind of like preloaded a lot of times. Like if you think in Vietnam, they had all the 20-round mags. And, you know, back then, 20 rounds, everybody was like, oh, man, that's a lot because, you know, World War One or sorry, World War One, World War Two, Korea, you know, eight rounds, five rounds. They were used to bolt-action guns. They're like 20 rounds. They're like, oh, my Lord, so heavy. But... That's when they went to the five five six. So you know it was a lot lighter, but yeah. Then they when they realized that that ammunition capacity wasn't as good as we thought it was, and that's when you had the ingenuity come on where guys are like welding two twenty rounders together, make a forty rounder. They did that with the M one A's and stuff. So there's always an ingenious way to do it. Now we got hundred round drums, hundred fifty round drums, belt sets. We got everything. It's great. Mm. Not out here though, because we're not cool like that. You talk about back in free America. Yeah, <laughs> back in the free stage, you know, I got friends out in Arizona, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, I just bought you know a new Chris Vector today, or you know, I just bought this rifle." I'm just like, "Why? Why do you torture me like this? Why? Do you, why do you do this to me?" And I'm just sitting over here with my sleepless AR, just looking at it. Wish it it was happier. I wish it was so much happier. You know, it's a, I see a little tear going down the face every time I break it out. It's like. You know, what did they do to me? Hey, it was always great, you know. It's suffering. <laughs> so we were talking earlier about you know CCW classes. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys doing CCW classes? 
Uh, we have instructors that come and use our range for them. I know John's one of them. Our range manager, Manny, he can do some of them. Uh, is us being on the range, we're just kind of facilitating it because we don't really have instructors for the CCW. Okay. Uh, if people want information, come to us. We have everybody's contact info, and we can show them the right route to go. Gotcha. A majority of our workers here do you know, have their concealed carry. Uh, working in the firearm industry, it does give us a leg up on it, so that's the nice part about it. But yeah, if people ever have any questions or anything, just give us a call or just come in. Chew the fat with us is what we're here for. You know, sometimes on the sales side, a lot of times, you know, if we're not selling guns, it's just informing people of the laws right. or, you know, getting them up to speed. Because we do get a lot of people, a lot of military in here that are from out of state and they want to bring their guns here and they don't know. And it's, I'm glad they ask instead of just bring it in here not knowing because, you know, ignorance of the law is not an excuse as sad as that is but you know a lot of people don't know they're always calling us like hey i'm about to move to california what do i have to do and you know we'll run it through with the the big issues the ars and whatnot hey did my buddy ronan call you uh, looking for a glock 380 looking for a glock 380 uh didn't call me but well, i told him to give you a call <laughs> yeah i just told him to give you a call because he was He's looking for one, and I says, "We'll just give Casey a call. He's working today, and I gave him the number, 573-1911. I'm here. I'm closing. If he gives me a call, right. I'll get him in the right direction, that's for sure. I knew you would. That's the reason I did it. I think there's, <laughs> only, there's only a couple models that are 380. There's a 42, and then I think there's like one 42. other. 42? There's a 42 and like a, I think it's a 30-something. It was, it's an interesting one. It kind of looks like a Glock 19 it's almost like a Glock 19 side is in 380. Very, very rare to find them, but I think yeah, that's what he—that's that's why he called me. And I think it's yeah. for his for his girlfriend of all things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, okay. you can call. I'll be in here. I'll right. do the fat with him. You got it. I'll definitely hook you up and hook him up. <laughs> um, what else we got for him? Anything else for this gentleman? Well, how much to rent uh, the uh, the G36? Uh, the G36 is a forty dollar rental. It's our most expensive one because it's a G36. And the <laughs> is thing that is, like renting a Ferrari? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, uh, and honestly, it's one of our top renters right now. Like it's either rent previously rented out or it's in the range. Like it's rarely up on the rack. Like today, I've already rented out six times today. And Demisi's going to wait for it to get out of the rental fleet so he can buy mm-hmm. it. <laughs> hey, Casey, uh, I am, I am, I am first in line. I did. No, 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 no. You're an employee. <laughs> hey, Casey, I've got a quick question for you. It was a kind of along those that CCW girlfriend uh, line. Um, mm-hmm. One of my neighbors uh, was uh, shopping around with his wife, and she's looking for a handgun. And um, she was looking at the M&P shields, and she noticed that it was hard for her to rack that. And I, I thought I'd seen guns around that were specifically designed to be easier to rack for people that didn't have the hand strength. And there, um, yep. what would you recommend looking at with, uh, if you have that issue? One of the, I would say probably one of our top sellers for female shooters for on the CCW side would be the SIG P238. Okay. That one's hands down. I mean, it's a little bit smaller. A lot of people like it because of how small it is. It's a 380, so you still get some good pop to it. But it's extremely simple to use. The slide, the slide on it, it doesn't take much force to it whatsoever. Well, that I was is t- the one downside of the shield yeah. is because it, it is a nine, so it does have a little bit stronger spring. But there's just so much tension on that one. I have had issues with it, with other people that have like wrist strength issues and whatnot actually racking the slide. But there's a little tips and tricks to get around it too. Well, I was just gonna say I talked to Manny about this a long time ago. 
And he yeah. said, oh, yeah, bring your wife down. I'll show her how. I, we got some tricks that will help her do it. So, Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, Manny knows Manny knows all the which ways for that one. But, yeah, yeah. yeah there's always tips and tricks on him, you know. It's just figuring out which one's going to work for you. You got it. All right, buddy. Hey, folks, Casey's closing tonight. 10 o'clock. Go on down. He's not doing anything. Go rent some guns. <laughs> He'll talk to you till the cows come in. Thanks a lot, buddy. You have a great day. You too, guys. All right, all you, right folks. That's thegunrangesandiego.com. Thegunrangesandiego.com. Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but guess what? Sam the Gunman's on the line, and Mr. Schwartz here has got a really tough question all lined up for the kid. He'll be sweating before we get him on air. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back. This is Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. We are the answer. Do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapons for personal protection? Well, do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in in any kind of an incident and you go to jail, who's going to take care of bail and lawyer fees? Well, if you spend less than $10 a month to firearms legal protection, You'll get 24-hour hotline and legal representation whenever you need it. That's less than $10 a month. Go to firearmslegal.com, firearmslegal.com, or call them at 844-357-9400. That's 844-357-9400. All right. Hey, we got Sam the Gunman on the line. How you doing, Sam? Hey again. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Just sitting in the rain. Are you sitting in the rain? Nope. It's hot and sunny out here. Oh, man. You better give it back. Did you take it with you when you left? You took our sunshine? Yeah, keeping it. You took our sunshine. Virginia, you guys always have better weather. I know. <laughs> kind of. All right. So All right. You ready for him? You ready for this? Another... So uh, I, I heard you. Uh, you said this was a hard one. I think it's a hard one. It's a little, a little bit different, a uh, little bit different question than has been asked in the past. So uh, let's see how you do here. It's uh, Maria in Barrio Logan. Uh, she wants to know. This, of course, is stump my nephew. So she is playing for uh, possibly a T-shirt if she uh, stumps you. Who you are, my nephew. Uh, so uh, <laughs> let's get rolling here. Yeah. So Maria in Barrio Logan wants to know why is it illegal to have a shot generally uh, illegal to have a shotgun with a barrel that is shorter than 18 inches. And I think what she's asking here, she wants to know what was the catalyst? Like what happened that made, yeah. you know, made, made it, you know, 18 inches was the uh, legal limit for And she's standing there with her hacksaw. That's right. All right, uh, Maria from Barrio Logan, was that? Yep. Um, that's that's sort of a multi-layered question. There's um, what makes that illegal and what's the reasoning for it. Uh, what makes it illegal, or rather restricted, because it, it really isn't illegal, um, was the National Firearms Act of 1934, the NFA. Um, 
which imposed certain additional rules on, um, as, a, as the law calls them, short-barreled shotguns, shotguns with um, a barrel length and, and an overall or an overall length under uh, a certain amount. Um, but the uh, the reasoning for why they're part of the National Firearms Act, why they're NFA items. Um, not completely clear. Um, it seems like the. It seems to me, at least, that the 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 primary concern was the use in organized crime. Um, but I would, yeah, that 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 would be my answer. Yeah, everything you said is absolutely correct, and you're right. It's multi-layered, so there isn't really one answer. Uh, I'm going to try to guide you, see if you if you know, because she has a you know a specific uh, answer here, but. Uh, what was there a, uh, you know, was there, of course you, you talked about the national firearms act, but she wants to know what, I guess what the reasoning is like, why can't you have a short barrel shotgun? What, you know, um, uh, what was the reasoning was the, she's asking about the court case. Do you know, are you familiar with the court case? Was that the one in like 1937 or whatever? Yep. 1939. Yep. Um, yeah, I, be, I believe now, I, I might be mis, um, misremembering this, but as I recall, the uh, the ruling in the court case was that they, they don't have a suitable um, defensive purpose or so, something to that effect. Ding, ding, ding. That's exactly right. Basically, it was decided in Miller versus the U.S. Um, that uh, he had no protected right to a shotgun that had a barrel that was uh, shorter than 18 inches. Because the Second Amendment protects only the ownership of military-type weapons appropriate for use in organized militia. Mm. And uh, Maria is uh, very astute. I think that's an extremely important decision. Of course, in 2008, there was the Heller versus D.C. decision, which is the first time the Supreme Court said, hey, uh, yeah, you, yeah, yes, there's an individual right to keep and bear arms. But people ignore 1939 Miller versus U.S., mm-hmm. where they said, hey, you as an individual uh, can own a gun— as long as it's suitable for use in a militia, you know, and basically, you know, it kind of works it backwards, but uh, that decision is basically saying, Hey, uh, you know, the second amendment's not here to protect uh, duck hunting guns. It's here to protect ARs. It's here to protect, right. Uh, you know, so Sam, let me ask you this by sawing off the barrel. Does it improve its accuracy or does it deter it? Uh, well, with a shotgun, accuracy isn't um, as easy to define because you're you're usually shooting multiple projectiles. You're shooting pellets. It will widen your shot pattern quite a bit and reduce the effective range of the shotgun. Gotcha. So that's why they would cut them off, put them underneath their brief or underneath their overcoats, go into a restaurant and take somebody out. Mostly, they just wanted the concealability. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, interesting. Well, I'm not going to sh- I'm not going to cut my barrel off. <laughs> and how did they come up with 18 inches? Why not 17? Why not 19? Uh, they wrote some numbers on a dartboard. There you go. Pretty much. That's our government. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that sounds good. Um, any other tidbits that you wanted to chat about? Otherwise, we'll let you get let you go enjoy the sun. Yeah, um, I, I mean, there is one thing, um, sort of an interesting fun fact about the, the gun laws in the United States. Um, the A lot of the, the actual gun laws, um, like NFA stuff, uh, actually falls within the U.S. tax code. Hmm. Really? 
Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why you have um, to get a tamp, a tax stamp for uh, for. Yeah, you know about all those all those tax stamps for SBRs, SBSs, uh, sure. whatever else. Um, those because they're tax stamps, they fall within the U.S. tax code, and um, the NFA is part of the U.S. tax code. Well, there you interesting. Go. Leave it to our government. Yeah. All right, buddy. Hey, say hi to the family, and uh, we'll see you down the road. Yeah, I look forward to it. Have a good night. All right, you too. Thanks, Sam. Hey, there's one thing I want to, you know, we have Joe on the show here, and uh, I yeah. got to tell you, uh, our blog section, which is about 99.9% Joe and his uh, hard work, is some of the best Second Amendment uh, content I've seen on the internet. Um, so if you go to San Diego County com slash blog, um, you'll see uh, almost weekly a fantastic blog. And what, what was your latest one, Joe? Uh, the latest one was uh, how you could fight back and just uh, talking about activism a little bit. Um, I mentioned what uh, a couple of the presidential candidates are suggesting in terms of gun control. Uh, Cory Booker's suggesting some pretty severe things, Kamala Harris. And, um, you know, just encouraging people, hey, this is these are some things you can do to fight back against this stuff. And what was the catalyst for that? How, what what was the purpose for, for writing that? Or what made you think like, hey, we got to get this down? Um, because I think I was, uh, you know, I read a lot here during the day of, you know, the different things that are going on. And I think that's what I saw. I saw uh, Cory Booker talking about how, you know, they, they should be restricting guns. If he gets in the White House, that's one of the first things he's going to do. Kamala Harris uh, is talking about doing her own thing if Congress doesn't act, which may or may not be something she could actually do. But again, that's, um, you know, you've got one entire political party now that's made that kind of a pillar or a, a main plank in their mm-hmm. platform. So, you know, because um, my, uh, my whole premise there is, is we have a lot of this stuff because gun owners a lot of times are not engaged the way they need to be now. It's, it's unfortunate that we have to be. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you look at Prop 63 out here. And, uh, I mean, there's no way we should have that out here. And I think we have that in part because gun owners really didn't didn't step up and stop that. Uh, you know, with 40 million people out here in California, you think. we've got to have, I would think, 10 million gun owners out here. And, um, you know, but that, that was kind of the point of the article to encourage people to step up. How, and many, do, how many gun owners do we have in California? Do you know? I, I don't know about California, but we estimate that there are about 400,000 in San Diego alone. About 400,000. That's no, enough. That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, we, we should be able to, you know, move the move the ball well, down the field. I still miles. love it when I, especially, I do a lot of it at KUSI. People are coming in now. I say, hey, you into guns? And they kind of look to the left. They look to the right. And they go, yeah. <laughs> I said, well, tune in Sunday. But it's so funny how they react. It's like, what did he just ask me? Yeah, and there's a lot of people that just don't mention it. I mean, nationally, we're, what, a third to maybe a half of the adult population in the country are gun owners. So, I mean, we can't be, even if you look on the low end, we can't be too much, too far off of the national average. And that's why it's so important everybody joins San Diego County gun owners. That's not a commercial, but if you want to, we have to be a unit. The only way to be a unit is we have to join an organization that has the same beliefs as we do as gun owners. And that is San Diego County gun owners. Yeah, out organize, out spend, and uh, outwork the other side is really what we got to do. That's all you can do. Which, which is on his blog. He actually said the four things he says is educate yourself, educate others, support Second Amendment groups, and support the NRA are the four points, yeah. main points of his group. And don't be afraid to talk to other people about it. No, and that's that's exactly what I talk. You got to talk to people. I don't care where you're at, restaurant, grocery store, standing in line. You got to talk about it.
Yeah, and I didn't used to think that was a good thing. I used to think that, oh, you don't want to be that guy. But, right. But I was wrong with that. You need I, to be that you guy. Die. Yeah. yeah, and I don't shoot half as much as you do. <laughs> all right, folks, we want to thank all our advertisers, San Diego County gun owners, the Gun Range San Diego, uh, Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP, Firearms Legal, and good old Cali Key, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y. I love saying that. Hey, we want to thank our board op. I don't even know his name. What's your name? What? Brendan. All right. We're getting rid of Hannah, man. That girl's old hat. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.